Is that what I'm saying? Rough trade radio. 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 And welcome back to the Rough Trade podcast. This week, Nathan from Rough Trade NYC chats to indie rockers Charlie Bliss on their second record, Young Enough. Plus, I play you a bunch of new releases and new pre-releases that we can't get enough of. Plus, we're giving you the chance to win tickets to another festival. This week, listen up for how to win a pair of tickets to see Bonnevere, Mac DeMarco, John Grant and more at All Points East in a couple of weeks' time. First up, though, for episode 59 and a band that has built up a lot of heat and are set to release one of the debut albums of 2019. Black Midi are the enigmatic London-based four-piece and they announced their debut record Schlagenheim just last week. It's produced by Dan Carey and it promises scratchy, intense and discordant songs roaring with riffs. Sound pretty good? Well, here's a taster. This is their latest single called Talking Heads. Well, those tell 
So that was Black Midi. Their debut album, as I said, Schlagenheim, is out in June and it is up for pre-order now. The band are also playing in store at Rough Trade East, Rough Trade Bristol and Rough Trade Nottingham um, towards the end of June and tickets for those are on sale now. But I would be quick because, as I said... Got a lot of heat in that band. Um, next and out this week, the mighty The National released their eighth studio album called I Am Easy to Find. It's a companion to a short film of the same name, which stars Alicia Vikander and is directed by Academy Award nominee Mike Mills. Mike Mills is also credited as a co-producer of the album and the two kind of live completely side by side. So the film is not the video for the album, nor is the album the soundtrack to the film. Um, the songs are filled with amazing female vocalists, um, including Rough Trade favourite Sharon Van Etten, as well as stunning choral arrangements and strings on nearly every track. It's an incredible project, and especially as it comes so, so soon after their 2017 album, Sleep Well Beast, which was just, seemed like the cherry on the top at the time anyway. Um, but yeah, they're back with more. So here we go with a track from the former. This is The National and Rylan. Try to get some sun You remind me of everyone Rylan, did you break your mother's heart? Every time you tried to play your part Is it easy to keep so quiet? Everybody loves a quiet shine Underwater you're almost free If you wanna be alone, come with me Riley, we can take the quick way out We can turn black white in a blank white house Say that you're above it, you're a vulture Get some sun 
that was the national next and another rising star, rapper Slow Tie, who is Tyron Frampton, and he is the authentic storyteller whose debut album, Nothing Great About Britain, describes candidly his upbringing on the council estates outside of Northampton. Um, lyrically, this is so, so refreshing, and I think it just contains some incredibly important and very, very real messages for today's culture and also for young people. Um, we were treated to some amazing in-stores from Slow Tie, uh, at Rough Trade Bristol and Rough Trade Nottingham just this past weekend and also he is doing a signing at Rough Trade West or would have done by the time you hear this um, so yeah so much to celebrate with him his record is out now and here's the title track Nothing Great About Britain I said there's nothing great about the place we live in nothing great about Britain about Britain sip a cup of tea and I was suspicious. Nothing great about Britain. <laughs> Bottle of Bucky in Buckingham Palace. There's coppers from Scotland all the way down to Dagnum. Waving a black cab, marching the fab. Had to skip the flats, I ain't chasing the dragon. You look like death warmed up. She in a spice, just a coma. I ain't dizzy. I'm just a boy in the corner Call me King Whitey Puking up off a corner All I tasted is korma Asbo restraining order I put manners on the punk Cause I haven't had my skunk Miss Teddy, I ain't ten I'll squeeze your neck until you pop I was waiting on my friends Outside the local shops See the feathers turning red White beauty, oldest one Walking across the Thames Firing slingshots Cause it's Nino, Nino Then we in cost pole I'm a product that they made me I wear chains like my granddad did in slavery Your bias black as Ainsley, that's bounty Appropriate the culture before they take heat Change we, mold shape and break please Cause these industries are trying to constrain we Pick it up, pull it down, bend it it breaks and we can't fix it with no glue. I'm a geezer. Bunch drop the builder, ain't none better. So cool, gangster, I'll put trees in your cellar. I am now for popping bottles. What's up, fella? You play the decoy, I'll take food from the cellar. Top lad, oi, 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 oi. Oi, girl, what's your ploy? That man's your boy. I'll snap, man, way too coy. Three lines, real McCoy. St. George's flag, Doc Martin, boy Call a slag, but don't mean it, boy Don't ask, don't get How you get nice things Like loose force, roundabouts In swings, swings and roundabouts You're round my kid Grass in the waste, greener Where the other side lives Nothing great about Britain Tea and biscuits Mashed jelly eels And a couple little trinkets East End, you feel Mitchell Get stabbed with the fillet And on my heart, I swear I'm proud to be British Kate Middleton, oh, what's the other one, dude? I wouldn't lie, if you're an English rose, I wouldn't lie to you I tell you how it is I will treat you with the utmost respect Only if you respect me a little bit, Elizabeth you can't?
That was Slow Tie and next a solid Rough Trade favourite both in the UK and across the Atlantic. Interpol are back with a new EP uh, less than a year after their amazing album Marauder. The five songs are described by the band as a living, breathing postcard to their fans, which is really nice. And it's a varied and really contagious um, EP, as contagious as Marauder. And yeah, here's one from it. It's called Thrones, which I thought pretty appropriate to play this week. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, you'll totally get me. Here we go. And 521, this week, Rough Trade NYC's Nathan sat down with Brooklyn locals Charlie Lynn. 521, baby, one in five. No one here gets out alive now. You get yours, baby, I'll get mine. 
Hey everybody, my name is Nathan Aguilar. I work here at Rough Trade NYC and I'm sitting here with the band Charlie Bliss, who have a new album coming out on May 10 via Bar Soak Records. And the album is called... Young, Young Enough! Enough! Yeah, there we go, cool. <laughs> um, for the listeners out there who might not know who you are, um, how and where did this band begin? Um, we are all childhood friends for the most part. Um, but basically, Sam's my older brother who plays drums and... Um, I met Dan doing musical theater when I was 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. uh, Dan and Spencer met at summer camp uh, where they were in like a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band. Whoa, there was a few, there was a few different uh, the originals. Uh, a few originals. originals. We, heard, we heard some of those recently. Um, but, uh, but then Dan introduced me to Spencer outside of a Tokyo Police Club show when we were 15. And then we started, Spencer and I started writing together and uh, yeah, it kind of grew from there. Very cool. And do you guys remember your first show or, you know, how, how quick was it before you started making music and playing live? <laughs> this is so funny because I was just talking about this the other day and haven't thought about it in a while. Our, um, our band came together in such a funny way. We basically recorded the first thing we ever recorded. We recorded because I had just gotten into school and um, I went to like a music business ish program and everyone else in my program already had music out so we felt I was like oh my god I have to I can't be a fraud I have to like record some music or whatever and like look like I have my shit together and uh so we sort of were recording in Connecticut to just to like make that go and then we the owner of the the place, the studio where we recorded our first EP insisted that we were actually like a, a real band and we should play some shows. But his whole thing was, you can't, you can't play a show in New York unless you have, <laughs> unless you have uh, like roadies to load in your gear and or you'll look like totally lame. And we like, it was my, I had just, I hadn't even moved to New York yet yeah. for school. So I, I just believed this person because I was like, Oh my God, that must be real. So we That's played. A lot. But we have not picked up a piece of equipment since. Yeah, I mean, not. <laughs> but we've been a band for eight years. We yeah. still don't have roadies, so <laughs> look how far we've come. Um, but uh, but no. So our first show was in Connecticut. Um, uh, at a restaurant. Neutral ground. Neutral ground. ground. Neutral ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was fun. Yeah. Fun memories. Yeah. Oh, Very you know. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> not you know. Everything grows and changes. Yeah. Also, our music then was very different than what it is now. Yeah, what was it all about? We were like, we were like a Starbucks core band. Yeah. We were like yeah. an acoustic, yeah. like folk pop band. Yeah. Was banjo in one song? I, I, I played the banjo. I plucked a little banjo. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now that we've completely depleted any cred that we had, yeah. <laughs> let's continue on with this yeah. interview. So, um, the two new singles off the album are really cool. Thank um, you. I really loved the first record, Super Rockin'. Um, it is quite a shift, but I think it's natural. I think it's still, you know, the same band. It sounds really great to me. Um, I'm curious as to, like, what inspired that, you know, what... Were you listening to, you know, what was happening? What was the writing process like for this new, uh, new record? I, I think, um, well, first of all, thank you. I'm so excited that you're into it. And I, we totally agree. To us, it feels like a totally natural shift. I keep making the joke that I feel like it would be more of a shock if we went and made like a shoegaze record or something uh -huh. after, after Guppy. But, 
Um, it honestly, it just felt really natural. It just felt like that was pop music was what we were listening to in the van, and, and our taste in music was moving more and more in that direction. And I think specifically, there are a few albums. The Lord album is the number one that I can point to. Melodrama was really that came out, and we were, in a way, it felt like it like set a bar mm. for us that we were like, oh, that. And even though I don't think either our record sounds at all like that record, it just kind of was. Um, really inspiring to us and, yeah. and the sounds that they achieved and um, I think we were just super super inspired and the songwriting is so strong and incredible um, and I think another important thing that we kept coming back to was just this idea that we didn't want to make the same record twice we didn't want to make Guppy again um, yeah. and we wanted to push ourselves and try including new instrumentation and um, and also challenging ourselves in terms of arrangement and just like even something as superficial as like the length of our songs is <laughs> like you know there's like a five minute long song on this album whereas Guppy is like I think start front to back it's like barely thirty minutes long so uh, so it felt good it felt good to push ourselves in new directions. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, like I said, it sounds very natural and just cool. I'm excited to hear the rest of it. Um, so where did you record it and who did you record it with? We recorded in LA for the most part at um, Sunset Sound um, with Joe Ciccarelli. And it was such an insane experience um, to get to work with him. He's a legendary producer and just someone that we admire so much. And, and he was really the first person that we met with. <laughs> and cool. we were kind of, you know, after that meeting, we were like, done. man, that, yeah, we were basically like done. We were like, I don't know how anyone's going to top that. And we like, you know, it, it just was such an immediate connection and felt so natural to work with him. I think partly because we knew we were moving in a different direction and we knew we wanted to be working with someone who was going to push us. Um, and at the same time, you know, we're all very close friends and our band is very democratic so already that's a lot of cooks in the kitchen and I think we were worried about this idea of not only just adding a fifth uh, brain <laughs> into the mix but also you know if you're working with someone that you're really inspired by you also want to feel that if they suggest something that you're not really into or whatever you try and you're like mm, this isn't what we were going for you also feel comfortable saying that and not feeling like they're a legendary producer yeah. they're gonna yeah. totally think we're yeah. assholes for not yeah. loving every idea they have and, and we just immediately felt that way with joe we felt like you know the ideas he was bringing were so perfect but we also felt comfortable still being ourselves mm. and, and pushing for what felt right for us so that was great and then just sunset sound is it was, I yeah, mean, it was just insane walking through yeah. and seeing you the photos. You feel the history yeah. in the room. It was crazy. It was like yeah. intimidating. We started tracking in the live room. And I was like, we need to get like a couple runs down. Before. <laughs> I was like, my nerves settled because I was like, there's history in these yeah. walls. It's yeah. just, like, ridiculous. Yeah and, yeah. and seeing the photographs on the walls of like all the people who have recorded there is like really mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so you guys are going on tour soon and you got to like quite a few shows in Europe. Um, how do you guys like touring Europe? Um, I, I know it's like different for every band, you know, sometimes you go there and, you know, it, it can vary from country to country. Um, but how, have you guys been there before as a band? We were in the UK um, last September and oh, that was cool. the first time we've ever left the country besides Canada to play oh. shows. And I think 
we all had like the best time. Yeah. I like it every single day of the tour was just like a new exciting adventure. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's, I don't know. It's like fun to like obviously play in front of new people, but we also did like all the touristy stuff. Like yeah. we did, uh, we did the Harry Potter stuff, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's part vacation, part like, you know, amazing just playing all these, these shows. We also just didn't know like what to expect, you know, we were like to go, to a different country and have people know your music is like really crazy. Yeah. And we were like, oh yeah, maybe there'll be a five people at these shows. So like, yeah. like you know, it was, it was really I, crazy. It was really crazy. And and now we're playing in like mainland Europe for the first time. So that'll be like mostly in places that we've never been to. So no. it's, I don't know. I think we're just like, <laughs> totally over the moon yeah. about it. So um, uh, off this new album, which song jumps out to you guys the most? Is like something that you yeah. want, like, you know, like if, if someone could hear like one song, I know that's a hard question to answer, but if you could give one song to someone, what would it Whoa. I think we would all have different answers, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I love them all. Um, like, that's tough, because that, the question isn't what's your favorite. Um, it's great. I guess, like, for me, I'm super proud of Chat Room as a song, and I feel like it's such an explosion on the <clears> album that, and it's very different from Guppy, and I, yeah, I, I would probably play them that, but what, what would you play? I'd probably go with the title track, Young Enough. Oh yeah, um, Young Enough. Which, is, <laughs> <laughs> um, which obviously once it's out, this all makes sense, but, um, it's definitely sonically and arrangement-wise one of the most different things we've ever done. Uh, it's it's also just a longer song, um, but yeah, I think also like lyrically, it serves as a nice centerpiece of the record. Um, that song just it was also one of the more collaborative songwriting yeah. efforts. Um, yeah, it's. I feel like it's. It's hard to talk about since it's not out, but I feel like. No, hype it up, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm really excited for because I think people are just gonna be surprised a little bit. Yeah, I awesome. agree. Very cool. Well, um, thank you guys so much for coming by and uh, answering my questions. I'm really excited to hear the record, and um, it's so cool. You guys are gonna go to go to some new places. Thank on you. this uh, album cycle of yours. So uh, coming up next, we have Young Enough by Charlie Bliss. Right. Luminous inside I'm diving a drown in you stripes your eyes your voice the night we're young enough to believe it should hurt this much the stripes your eyes I
Big, big thank you to Charlie Bliss for chatting to us and also thank you to Nathan. Young Enough is out now and is available on a lovely blue vinyl. So we have another great competition for you this week and it's a chance to win a pair of tickets to All Points East in London's Victoria Park. The tickets are for the final Sunday, that's on the 2nd of June and the headliners include Bonnevere, Mac DeMarco and also John Grant but there's really so much more to see too. Um, there's Rough Trade favourite Snail Mail will be there, Coco Co and also Phosphorescent and a bunch of brilliant others. Go check out the lineup online. Um, to enter all you've got to do is tell us your favourite live gig that you've been to this year and send it to access at roughtrade.com before midnight next Monday the 27th of May so good luck with that and I will stick the details as ever in the show notes um, in case you missed the address so on to events this week and very quickly at East we have Kate Le Bon live in store on Thursday and then Amel and the Sniffers will be signing albums on Saturday I'm so gutted they're not playing but um, you can come and meet them and get your record signed and that's pretty cool Um, At Bristol, we're taking part in Dot to Dot on Saturday. Always such a brilliant event, stacked with amazing musicians um, and such a great vibe. The same event takes place, of course, in Nottingham on the Sunday. And just again, really, really excited to be involved. Um, So yeah, tickets for that. I think you buy them from Dot to Dot um, website, but we should be sharing information of who you can catch at Rough Trade. Um, And then at Rough Trade NYC, we have a special book launch with Vivian Goldman, who is reading excerpts from her book, Revenge of the She-Punks, and that's happening on Friday and entry is free. So for all events past and future, not past, sorry, all events present and future, you're going to get massive FOMO if you look at the past, I tell you. Um, But yes, for present and future events, head to roughtrade.com slash events as usual and everything should be there. So some more music now and Brighton-based quartet Egyptian Blue released their debut EP Collateral on Yala Records this June. The title track from the EP is really anxious, angsty and foreboding and we're really, really excited about these guys. Also from a little bit that I've read about them, they have a seriously dedicated worth ethic. So I think that's a great thing to get going with. Um, They also have a fan in Joe from Idols, so you know, naturally one to check out for sure. Um, So yeah, have a listen to this. This is Egyptian Blue and Collateral.
So that was Egyptian Blue and to close the show this week, an iconic influential album that's getting a highly anticipated live edition out this July. Uh, Block Party's Silent Alarm was released in 2005 and blew the socks off pretty much absolutely everybody. The band's homecoming show at Alexandra Palace and their European tour last year gave them the perfect opportunity to record the album live in full. And the special live edition is available to pre-order now on CD and LP. Now, earlier this week, I asked what the best track on the album is on Rough Trade social media. And the response was overwhelming, but also pretty broad, which is, I think, just testament to how outstanding the whole album really is. It's really, really tough to pick a favourite. But one that came up a lot... um, was the opener, Like Eating Glass, which basically, according to a lot of people's feedback, just brilliantly kicks off the album and introduced perfectly what was to follow. So there we go. i got to play that one, really. Um, so yeah, enjoy it, and I will catch you next week. Bye.
Rough Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.